As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hello and welcome back to a Warriors All-82 podcast. Tim Kawakami, we are in the visiting press conference room, Chase Center, Game 6. Mike Brown's house tonight. Mike Brown's house. The King's house tonight. Uh, blowout of the Warriors. 19-point win. It is the worst, uh, from a deficit standpoint, the worst home playoff loss in the Kerr era, in the Dynasty era. Uh, last 19 or more point loss for the Warriors at home was 1989 in a playoff game. Uh, so yeah, this was a blowout, and you know it was kind of one of those like slow developing blowouts. But you know you take two steps back and like it's not deceiving. Like the Kings pretty much hammered them. Yeah, we're in control. I mean the Warriors had the lead after first quarter, but even Curry said he didn't feel great about it. It didn't. I don't think anybody was too settled on the Warriors. The Kings were just shooting poorly, but I think they were playing harder. They were playing. You know, tougher, I think, uh, the Warriors look scattered from the beginning. 8-0 run, you know, Kings right off the bat. Warriors over 4 2 turnovers. It's just the Sabonis energy wasn't there. was like stoning him at the rim. Sabonis. That kind of came out of nowhere. St- out of the rim and just kind of, you know, he wasn't making buckets, but he was just aggressive. And the Warriors backed off a little bit. Uh, clearly, the starting lineup did not work this time. I can't imagine Jordan Poole is going to start. We can get into Jordan Poole thing, but I didn't want—I didn't mean to just say this. You know, Draymond's going to be in the starting lineup. He started the second half. Poole didn't play much in the second half. I don't know if that's the fix. It's going to be hard to win in Sacramento, no matter what. They didn't game five, but they played incredible. Uh, I don't know if it, they have it in them. <laughs> so um, this was a, this was the worst Warriors playoff loss of the career. I don't think it's, there's a question. With what was at stake, uh, what they needed to do to try to not play another game. And to make that game on the road, this was annoying what the Kings are going to throw at them in Game 7. This was the worst Warriors loss. They just didn't look good. No, I don't – like, who played good on this team? Like, Moses Moody, maybe? maybe. Yeah, yeah, nice call-out, <laughs> Moses Moody. Uh, yeah, look, okay, well, quickly, um, let's go down the rotation. Did Clay Thompson play well? No. 8 of 20 shooting uh, and – Minus, minus he's minus minus twenty eight, and you look. Uh, there was a couple transition mistakes that were referenced uh, post game, and you go back and look at the tape. Uh, they come out of halftime, and Steph used this as an example yeah, of where their so, yeah. brains weren't. They come out of halftime, and Clay Thompson 
trying to guard Harrison Barnes, even though Draymond Green already has. They leave Keegan Murray wide open on the wing. Keegan Murray actually misses the shot, but it was an example to Steph. Like, you come out of the locker room and don't know who you're guarding. So, no on Clay Thompson. He didn't say Clay Thompson did it, but that's, that's who did it. Yes, that's who did it. Andrew Wiggins, I mean, he wasn't awful, but 5 of 13, doesn't hit a 3. Uh, looked a little fatigued. Free throws. Free yes, throws. free throws. He went 3 of 6. Um, Kavon Looney, uh, 13 rebounds, but guess what? The Warriors are out rebounded 53-42. 18 offensive rebounds for the Kings. And this is a smaller Kings team, which I want to get to because that was the major adjustment uh, of, of the series. Poole, obviously not 2 of 11, minus 14. Curry, 9 of 21, looked tired. We can get to that part. DiVincenzo, no, he didn't play well in 18 minutes. Draymond, 25 minutes, sat in foul trouble in the first half, which really hurt. Remember ten, assists, that, ten assists in the game. I remember mean, that foul at the end of the third quarter? He's like, re- it looked like he thought they had a foul to give exactly. when they didn't. And it, was like uh, he, it looked like he tried to foul them, and they, they didn't call it, and they fouled him again. I don't understand. They gave him two free throws at the end of the quarter. That that you know certainly would have made it feel a little different. I don't understand some of the things out there. And Gary Payton, the second 10 yeah, minutes, yeah. minus eight, didn't do much. So, yeah. so really, you're correct. Moses Moody, that's nope. the only that's person. The only price and, you know, what, what do we keep talking about? We keep talking about, you know, the, the Warriors experience. Curry, Clay, Draymond, those are the guys. They did not do it. Now, I'm not saying it's their fault. They needed other people to help them out, and it did not come. But I think they're just in this position now where – they're not going to do it all the time. They're just not. They didn't do it all the time during the dynasty. Clay mentions they've had terrible losses in dynasty too, dynasty run, but they didn't have it all at the same time. And then they also had other guys who, well, they had Kevin Durant or they had Sean Livingston or they had Andre Iguodala. They do not have that. Or even Jordan Poole of last postseason. He really hasn't had a really good game in this series. I don't think he's even had a half good game. Like he's been bad this series, and the ankle is an issue. But you can't you can't keep saying it. He's out there. Um, and I think he was like three and four. Like the home wins here, he was, he okay. was pretty. He was good. okay. He went great. He was oh, he was fine. He was fine. Uh, but this is a much more vulnerable team at a you know vulnerable time in all these guys' careers. And we saw it. Doesn't mean they can't win Game 7. I'm kind of danced around it for my column. Like, you know, they can win Game 7, but what does games this show us about this team that they could not have – they couldn't summon the energy for this game when they knew what was at stake. A very, very dangerous moment for this, this franchise's dynasty, certainly this season. Let's dig into the, the schematic adjustment from the Kings, which, as Steph Curry mentioned post-game, like, they're not going to – it's going to be the same scheme in Game 7. Why would the Kings go away from it? Alex Lynn, the plus-minus god, has been benched. Um, it's, it's actually a pretty bold move by the Kings because – so they decide Alex Lynn is, is going to play be small ball backup center, which, by the way, tonight meant 25 no, minutes no, of that. Miles, Lyles. Well, my, my Trey Lyles <laughs> is going to be the backup small ball five. 25 minutes of that tonight because Sabonis ends up fouling out in 23 minutes. So, like, more than half of the game is uh, is Lyles as the small ball center. But also, they decided they want sh- shooting on the floor at all times, which meant way less Davion Mitchell, who'd played well, and, w- and less Harrison, Harrison Barnes. Which is, you know, he's supposed to be a shooter, but certainly not in this series. But it's more about the spacing, as you know. I mean, it's with – uh, the Warriors deal with this with Kaminga, where there's a difference between, oh, you might make the three, but like, does the other team fear it? Warriors don't fear Davion Mitchell. They don't really fear Harrison Barnes, clearly. 
they do Keegan fear Murray. Keegan Murray. Who you know how many minutes Keegan Murray played tonight? A ton, I know, it's like forty. Forty-five. Yeah, he was. Like, he never came out. I was like, like he's never coming out. Forty-five and minutes and six seconds for Keegan Murray. That's Mike Brown. Really, really, really feeling good about a rookie. I mean, he's got to make the Kings feel great that they're getting this. Even though he he struggled with a shot the first three games. He's just playing. He's, he's in he's, space. Yeah, yeah. He's just playing, though. He's playing. He's he's length. He's you know okay on defense, and obviously De'Aaron Fox. You know we know the finger isn't 100, percent but he's just got guts. He's just you know taking the ball into the heart of the Warriors defense, and we'll talk about this. What the small ball lineup really does yes. is it knocks down the assignments, so it makes Clay have to guard a shooter, it makes Steph have to guard a shooter, or if they get screened off, they absolutely are they're guarding Darren Vox or they're guarding Malik Monk. It makes it easy what, yeah. to target and that was part of this the the reason for this scheme was to make Steph particularly guard and yep. wear him down. And yep. Steph goes nine to twenty one, he's not that big of a factor in the fourth because you know, there's one day off between games, and this is also yeah, part of it. Playing 48, 41, 42. He would have played 41, I think, in this game until Kerr uh, called off the dogs. But uh, yeah, it is really kind of underlining the one. What was the Warriors' huge problem on defense this season, other than the giving up the threes? Point of attack. But they gave up the threes because they gave up the point of attack. They just yeah. can't stay in front. Their guards are not, you know, Steph, Clay, Poole. Those three are vulnerable. They can get attacked. And then what does that cause? That causes all these different switches, and that calls Draymond try to go over here, Looney go over there, and they, they leave open shots, which the Kings started hitting in the fourth quarter, and they can never stop the penetration. It's just they can't do it at this moment. Uh, Monk just hit so many big shots when he was just getting in the lane and creating something. Uh, this is a problem. Now, the Warriors can come back at it, and they try, you know, they're going to have adjustments of their own. It might be Gary Payton playing a lot in the next game. I think Gary Payton, that, that, if I'm just thinking right now what the adjustment is, I might start Gary Payton. Yeah. I might just say, you know what, this guy's going to play 35. Over who? I mean, because you're going to well, start Draymond. Well, yeah, well, then, then I'm not sure then. Then you don't yeah. start Looney? Yeah, probably don't start Looney. Because if they're going to, I mean, they're not going to start small, but they're going to play yeah. small. There's, the only issue with that, with like this idea of Payton, is like part of the reason I think Payton only gets 10 minutes tonight is because like he wasn't very good I mean, in the I mean, 10 minutes. He's minus eight. Yeah. He's like, you have to he's, just pray that you get the last game Payton, not yeah. this game Payton. Uh, and so, it's, it's like, offensively, it's tough. It's did tough you find it interesting? You probably remember Draymond's press conference from post game six, and Peyton had played really well, yeah, right? Five, the f- five, five. Yeah, sorry. Players all five. over the place on this one. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> um, I've had lack of sleep a little bit. Yes, with, yes. Uh, there's a reason for that. Ha- other, situation. Than, other than Warriors. Um, but. Do you remember in Draymond's press conference when he was, you know, it was, it was a positive moment for Gary Payton, right? His best game of the season for them. But he, in his press conference, was like, we had been telling him he needs to give us something. He needs yeah. to give us a rebound. And it felt like, you know, a backhanded way of saying, like, he has not yeah. been giving what he gave last he, season. He'd been sick, right? He had the injury. But even before yeah. that. Uh, yeah. I mean, they need an Iguodala. They need a Livingston. They need a freaking Nick Young, you know. They. Nick Young. Yeah, Nick Young. Hey, he hits some shots. Available. Yeah, he hits some shots. <laughs> can I sign him? Uh, there are Barbosa, who's on the other team right now. Like, just someone they can count on that we can get eight minutes where we can rest somebody and not feel terrible about it. And they don't have that. Um, it it's just the way this fell. You know, Moody is sort of that, but not really. You know, he's. He's okay, but you can't say, okay, now we're going to go get Moody. He's going to get some points. Kaminga is out of the rotation. I get it. He's not going to play, I'm sure, on the road in Game 7. But 
this really shrinks it down. And DiVincenzo did not look good tonight. He's not good against the Monk kind of thing. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a flaw in the roster that we've noted. It's one of the reasons why they were not that great a team in the regular season. It's one of the reasons they were terrible on the road. And it all comes down to it. Now they got to be great on the road. They got to win two straight at the Kings in order to keep the season alive. I mean, the Kaminga thing, it's like, it's probably too late in this series to, to break him out. But, you know, when you are seeing a game like today where, you know, athleticism, youth. It, it, did you hear Malik Monk post game? No. I mean, he's basically like, we're the younger team, we're fresher, we're, we're just we're, right. we're, we're running him up and down the court. He's right. No, it's 3-3, three, three, but he's but, right. Jonathan Kaminga is like one of the yeah. best athletes in the league, and Jonathan Kaminga would have stretches this season where he's playing 25 minutes a night and he's looking great. Now, they Wiggins comes back, Peyton comes back, he's minimized. We've seen it; he's not a eight minute per game type player. You, if you played him in Game Seven, it's a very good chance he's not ready for it because he's been kept on ice. But it's just if they do lose Sunday. Man, that's a failure of a Jonathan Kaminga second playoff run. Yeah, I think I thought when Kerr was saying early in the season that the, the series that this probably wasn't a Kaminga series because he didn't see the matchup. I just thought, you know what? I think he could play, and then he played well in Game Three, right? With with Raymond out. At some point, so, doesn't like, he just have to always play? I mean, yeah, like you I, think he would? They would. I would have thought. Him. I would have thought so too, but. Uh, he does make mistakes. He does do things that irritate the coaches. But you know what? They all were making mistakes tonight. Like, if these guys start making the mistakes like that on Sunday, I think you got to see what else is out there. And, you know, it might be a game where Poole can score 30. I would feel like it's not going to be. And a Kaminga can give you different things. Gary Payton can give you different things. Uh, you know, this is the weird kind of thing we you know we talk about the loony draymond starting lineup does is good defensively but it's not great offensively then you you put pool in there and then it's better offensively but it's, it's weak on the got the three guards who can get attacked on defense like they do have this their whole dynasty was two-way 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 they got one two-way player it's it's andrew wiggins right now and that's a little bit of weakness it's don't want to pile on them because they can still win game seven they did win game five I think they're going to play really well. I do They'll say big be pictures, like slight like, favorites. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, again, I, who who's going to be shocked if the Warriors come out of that and say we're still the Warriors? But what does this tell you about the next round? If it's the, them against the Lakers, I think that's even a worse matchup. They're old, but they got stuff that's going to has bugged the Warriors. Like rim protect Davis is just going to bug. The, he just blew up the Warriors' offense in one of those regular season games. It just doesn't. I don't think it should make any Warriors observer or fan feel any comfortable about how much this goes, even if they win Game Seven. I, I just I was thinking Lakers maybe even before this game. Is I didn't know I hadn't decided, but at this moment, if the Warriors squeak through Game Seven, maybe I feel different. But it's well, I just don't think this is going to last that long. This this kind of game is is definitely definitely a red flag. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk a little bit about pool. Um, Malik Monk goes for 28. He's plus 21. 8 of 14, 3 of 6, like 9 of 10 from the line. Malik Monk's now had two games in this series that he basically won for the Kings off the bench, right? Game one yep. in sack and game six here. Um, Jordan Poole had these type of games last season. It is why Jordan Poole was rewarded with the contract that he got, four years, $123 million, uh, that'll kick in next season. It's not that he's incapable of it. He's just certainly, we mentioned earlier, he hasn't really had any great game this series, and he's now had some real duds. in game six, this game tonight, it might have been like really considering stakes the worst game of his career. Yeah. Um, two of 11, but it was like the, those nine misses were like into the lane, bumbling misses. You're falling out of bounds and give, handing a four on three the other way. And one. every time they're hitting a three. Like every time that happens, they're hitting a three. Uh, and, you know, looking to the refs, and Curry even mentioned they look frustrated uh, in this game. They're not, that stuff's not working. And his shot's not there, that's for sure. So they're at a disadvantage when he does that, and he keeps doing it. And I was like, at some point, are you going to just have a step to it? Because it's not working with him. And, in fact, it gives you a disadvantage on the other side almost every single time. Uh, I, you know, but they do, they do need the offense. There's, I mean, they got to play him. I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't play him. It's just it's really difficult for them to win now without Jordan Poole playing well. And the problem is he doesn't play well that often, you know, often enough to feel very comfortable in a series. This was a clunker of all clunkers for him. Now, he didn't turn it over. I was surprised he only had one turnover. But I guess those crazy drives to, to the lane they, felt like turnovers. Yes. I mean, they were essentially live ball turnovers because it was right back against him for a five-on-four. And, the, the, you know, the way the Kings are humming the ball around, it's just, you know, that, that's, it, you cannot do that. You're certainly not going to be able to do it in game seven. What did it do to the crowd, too? I mean, like, there was at least three or four yeah. of those pool plays that just deflated yeah. the arena. Yep, yep. And, and he could do it the other way. You know, if he's hot, he yep. just in oh, He carries them. You know, he, you know he, he can do that. He can get to the rim. It just was not happening. Maybe there was some tweak on that. Uh, that Brown made. I don't know what that would have been defensively. Just fall in, fall in on him. I'm not sure, but uh, it was really, really, really hurtful for the for the Warriors to to have Poole do that again. They need it. They need some kind of creativity. Um, 
it just didn't happen. Wiggins is the other one. You know, it, it's not his job to get the ball and just go at the rim, but he can do it, and that wasn't happening in this game. Um, that, again, that's the great flaw of this roster. We understood it. They won a championship kind of with this flaw last season is their offensive players aren't good on defense and their defensive players aren't good on offense. They are not the only team in the history of the world that this has been the case. But they are, you know, I don't think the Kings have a ton of great two-way players. They're just they're one-way guys are being better at the one-way than the Warriors one-way guys. Yeah, and again, it's 3-3. Three, three, so, like, yeah. the, you know, the Warriors just beat this team three straight times. But, yeah, I mean, just it is interesting you look at this box score. Davion Mitchell plays 11 minutes. He's a minus one. Harrison Mars plays 14 minutes. He's a net zero, basically. You know, Sabonis... Only plays 23 minutes, fouls out. He was pretty good in his 23 rebounds. minutes. He got rebounds. Yeah, he did. He got nine offensive rebounds. But the Kings might be more dangerous in this matchup, like small, fast, spread the floor like crazy. Like maybe Mike should have gone to this earlier. Yeah, you know, that's what, like, I, we thought. And then we all think they were going to do this. And we never did, yeah. th- saw Lynn yeah, coming. Yeah, and then Lynn, Lynn like, survived. Yeah, we're, like, so. we're all like, what is Lynn's on this team? What is going on? And then it's like, it's working. So, like, you know, he's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to play Alex Lynn Summit. It definitely worked for the two games in, in, in Chicago. No, in Sacramento. But – little less so in, in the three games the Warriors won. It wasn't terrible. But, like, we all kind of – so now it's just this big change. Like, Mike Brown, when he's down, about to, ready to lose his series, pulls out the thing that we thought he was going to do. But, hey, well-timed, and it worked. And, you know, I think some of it is to get Looney off the floor. Like, this is could get – you know, and that's dangerous for the Warriors. We know how important he is. But if he doesn't have anybody guard for 25 minutes, it makes it – because then he doesn't score – so that makes it very tough for the Warriors. And so you, 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 it's, I wrote a little bit about this. It's kind of do, it is exactly doing to the Warriors what the Warriors have done to so many other teams. They ran Clint Capella out of that Houston series where they won Game 7 in Houston. They've run you know, many other centers off the – Valanchunas yeah. off the floor. Like What's they, interesting they, is, they, though, is it's – Looney might get run off the floor. Yeah, it's almost not – it's not like he's – targeted where it's like oh fox and monk just want to go at looney but like you said it's just nobody for him to guard and then the spacing becomes it's almost an offensive issue more than a lot of centers the ennis canners of the world is it's a defensive issue it's not what it is with looney it's just you know offensive spacing they got to play one big but that means a lot of pool okay you need a good pool you're not getting any type of a good yep. pool and i tonight. do think there is some defensive issue just because He's six foot eight. He doesn't want to get out there. He he can do it. He wants to fall back, and then all of a sudden, pop, 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 the ball's over, and then somebody's shooting a three. And I don't think it happened a ton. It did happen to Steph. Steph did not have a good game, and I don't know if that's fatigue. I've written about it. I don't know that he looked fatigued at the end of the game, but he made some mistakes, and he's being attacked. You can understand it. They are going at him. They are trying to make sure that he's got a guard Malik Monk on a switch and feel it and get bounced into uh he's fighting with it he's you know i don't see him collapsing but maybe and you know he made he scored some buckets in the fourth quarter like the only guy making buckets for the warriors in the fourth quarter but a super quick turnaround now uh got a play there this is this is uh you know, riding out the maximum of what the Warriors are going to achieve is kind of right. Like, this is it. Like, this right here. Like, they're, this is as good as they possibly can be to try to win game seven. By the way, and even if they do win it, it's it's a Tuesday game one, a Thursday game two, a Saturday game three, uh, and then a uh, Monday game four. Like, it's it's every other day from here on pretty much through the Lakers series, yeah. if they even get to that. And that's where the Lakers resting a couple days. 
but waiting for the winner of yeah. Warriors Grizzlies. So uh, this doesn't set up well for the Warriors. Uh, this is uh, potentially not good, but none of us is going to write them off. We shouldn't. We've seen it too many. I mean, you know, I mean, we got, saw it two days ago they went into this exactly. arena, and it, in it, it's not quite a game seven, but basically, right? Like game five is is almost equally as tense. Yep. And they won that game. Yep. So, I mean, none of us will see, see Draymond up at that podium, Steph at the podium, play at the podium, and saying, you know, see, this is this is what we do. I've written that column. I might write it again. But it just feels like I've never felt like this where, okay, even if they do that, I don't know that they're going to get through the next one. And even if they do that, I really don't – like, it's just it, – I, I, they've had really scary moments in this dynasty. They've lost – series in this dynasty hadn't felt like this where like a lot of the things that we thought through the regular season a lot of the as Steph said you know you when you lose you get exposed he meant a lot of different other things like you look at the failed film and everything but it's true and this is an x-ray of what happened during the regular season I'm sure we'll write about if they lose on Sunday uh we'll write about the roster decisions we'll write about you know some of the you know Hey, goes back to Draymond punching pull. Like all these things that occurred this season that don't usually add up to a championship. I think we're seeing some of them. We saw them kind of all sitting there in Game Six. There's a whole lot on the line Sunday in Sacramento. Um, it's going to be crazy in there. Also, yeah, I mean, it's going to be like Game One because because Game One was the loudest, right? Mm-hmm. Game Two a little less. Game Five definitely that's partly because of the game yeah. as it played out, but. It wasn't that loud in Game 5. Like, I really I felt that, and Game 7 will be a whole different animal. Sunday afternoon, probably some drinking going on. I think that that was, you know, when you mentioned Game 1, that was an afternoon. It was a nice day. Weekend, yeah, weekend. weekend. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, weekend. And, yeah, so it's going to be crazy in there. And, look, they lose that game. I think there's so many questions heading into the offseason. They find a way to win that game. They give themselves some time. They give themselves a Lakers series, which, by the way, they have home court for, even though they're a sixth seed. You know, it's still kind of laying out there on a platter if they can summon the energy needed. That's what I wrote. I wrote about it. The locker room was empty there for a while, except for Steph, Clay, and Draymond. They weren't talking to each other. They just were sitting there, and it did feel like, Maybe it's my grand metaphor, but that's what it felt like. They were just all kind of summoning energy. They just kind of were sitting there. They weren't talking to each other. They weren't talking to trainers. They just were sitting there, all three of them. It's just in that huge locker room, and no other players were there. It was just those three. It was interesting moment. Uh, you know, I've watched them a lot through the years, and I had never really seen that. Um, all three of them. I saw, also saw Andre in there at one yeah, point yeah. really talking to Steph. He was, I, I was going to get – Andre was talking to Steve first and then talked to Steph for a long time. You know, who knows what they're talking with Andre. It could be among golf courses or something. But, yeah, Andre M. You, you, know, you just remind – I should have put that in there. I forgot about it. But, um, yeah, this is the summoning. You said the word. That's why yeah. – yeah. It's summoning of something that we've seen from them for years. They should have summoned it for this game. I've never seen them screw it up like this. They got one more shot, and I think they are they are marshalling the forces of whatever they got left. All right, well that sets it up. Sunday, ABC, twelve thirty. Uh, should be should be interesting. We will talk to you after that.